0: These are real people They do have struggles And it starts to get on my nerves I just shut down So many people suffer from mental illness She's not a great match for me And that's okay of people don't understand the depth of the situation So they can't appreciate, yeah Dad came upstairs And then I heard them say, like, it's happened And I was like, what's happened? It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to write it, mm-hmm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And then she was like, OK, tell me a bit about what's going on. So I told her everything, and her face dropped. You're not depressed. It's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this 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 shit is real, and it's hard. It's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave, or I could relate to that, Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello, and welcome to the Mojo podcast hosted on Mike's Open Journal. I hope you're all feeling fine and having a great day, uh, and enjoying whatever you're doing when you're listening to this. So today's going to be a a slightly shorter episode, um, as it's going to come in amongst Uh, quite a few other podcasts I know recently I sat down and spoke with Tom and we heard about his story we've also had episode 10 of the megacast come out very very recently as well so today is kind of uh about 10 days on from world mental health day and I spent a lot of the day uh talking to people about mental health about kind of some general awareness a little bit about illness uh and kind of just engaging in a lot of different conversations which was really really good and um and the following day i led uh, a lot of mindfulness sessions now these are the first mindfulness sessions i've ever led um and i am sure by all means they were definitely not perfect and maybe not always 100 percent accurate or to the technique exactly how it should be told um, but I really enjoyed doing it and I found it really useful for for myself to kind of just run through that process a few times um, and had a really good response from the people that were taking part in the activity as well. So I kind of thought it'd be quite an interesting thing to, to sit down and try on the podcast and see... If it's something that you guys engage with, if it's something that you think, oh, actually it'd be quite nice to have that maybe every so often um, on the podcast, or maybe you never want to hear it again, but it gives you an opportunity to maybe hear about a different tool or technique that you can kind of easily incorporate into your everyday life. So today I'm going to kind of, I guess, just do like a short mindfulness session um, and yeah, hopefully you guys you guys kind of engage with that and think that's an okay thing. And maybe it results in you going away and giving it a try. So uh, in terms of the mindfulness, I don't know. Like I said, it might be, if you know about kind of mindfulness and breathing and body scans and things like that, maybe this isn't all technically 100% right, if that matters. Uh, but like I said, I, I feel like the session went quite well. Uh, I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, and so for me, I kind of started off a little bit about kind of talking about um, autopilot and the importance of autopilot sometimes in terms of things like our breathing like you don't think about breathing your body automatically does it and you don't have to worry about it and that's great and that um, I've noticed as soon as I start to talk about my breathing or think about my breathing I suddenly become very conscious of it I kind of come off of autopilot and I start to control my breathing more And then I become quite scared (laughs) because I worry that um, when I stop thinking about breathing, I'm going to stop breathing. Uh, Which is generally why I try to continue to talk at this stage because the talking kind of takes it out of my control. It goes onto that autopilot mode. Um, Another good example of autopilot is usually when we have kind of regular journeys. Often the journey to work is a pretty regular one. Um, And you can do that on autopilot quite a lot of the time. Arrive at work having driven your 10, 15 minutes, your hour, two hours, however long it takes you to get into work. And um, you don't really remember a lot of that journey. You didn't necessarily do it very consciously or mindfully. Um, And you would have just done it. Even the bits of traffic are usually at similar points and you would have just not really thought about that that much. And again, sometimes... Autopilot can be really useful and it can allow us to think about other things while we're doing um, kind of routine tasks. But at the same time, by being on autopilot, sometimes we miss out or don't recognise some things. And so to me, mindfulness is about kind of coming off of autopilot a little bit or recognising what's happening while you're on it. So I'm going to run you guys through kind of two short activities. And for the first one, I'm going to ask you to pick up some sort of object. Now, it really does not matter what this is. If you've done mindfulness sessions before, usually this is like a stone or a rock or something like that. But it can be anything. Uh, So during the sessions that I did last week, we had some uh, like stress brains. I've done it before with stress balls. Um, I'm going to be doing it today with a 10 pence coin. You really can do it with anything. It doesn't really matter. Um... So yeah, so pick up uh, any sort of object. Obviously, hopefully you're not driving at this stage. (laughs) Um, Make sure you're able to take part in this activity safely. Um, And so what I'm gonna ask you to do is hold that object in your hand, and I'm gonna ask you to, if you feel happy and feel safe to, to close your eyes. And I'm gonna guide you through a little bit for this mindfulness activity. So I'm going to ask you to hold whatever your object is in your hands. I'm going to ask you to run your fingers across that item and to feel the different textures and contours of the item. To feel that some areas are smoother and other areas are rougher. Potentially there's some sort of ridging or text, maybe even printing that you can feel on the object as well. You can recognize the shape or the feel. Maybe even try pushing or pulling that object a small amount. See if it changes in any way. Is it compacting? Is it remaining quite strong and stiff? Now, while you're continuing to feel the object with your fingers, I'm going to ask you to now open your eyes and continue to feel around the object and feel those areas that are smoother and rougher. Or that feel different in some way. I'm going to ask you to bring your attention away from that item for a moment. And just get you to think a little bit about how that was as a short, quick activity to do. I think we probably, it's probably about, I don't know, maybe two minutes. Um, and again, like I said at the beginning, it's it's something you can do with any object. Um, I've done that while uh, while I was talking through. I was doing it with uh, a 10p coin. It's the first time I've done it with something that's quite so strong. I could, it's quite nice to have something. Sometimes it compacts. And, um, but any object is fine. And uh, yeah. Different people prefer some different things. So obviously recognising that maybe when your eyes were closed. You could feel more. Because you'd cut off that visual sense. But equally some people can feel more when they see. Because the the... Visual side kind of reinforces what they're feeling with their fingers. Um, So some people can feel more with their eyes open or closed. And equally have a preference as to how how they do the mindfulness as well. So the second activity I'm going to try with you guys is a little bit of... I think this is called... um, Is this a kind of an element of guided meditation? Um... So we're gonna give that a go. And again, um, it's another activity where I'm gonna ask you to close your eyes if you feel happy to. So make sure that you're safe to take part in the activity. I'm also gonna ask you to be seated if you can. Um, and we'll run through this second activity and see see what you think of this one. So I'm gonna ask you to make yourself comfortable in a seated position. And again, if you're happy to, to Close your eyes. I'm going to ask you to notice your breathing. You don't need to change this in any way at all. You can just recognise as the air comes in through your nose. And travels down to your lungs. And goes back up and out through your nose or your mouth. You might be able to feel your back up against the chair or the wall depending on where you're sitting. You can feel your feet against the floor. Maybe your arms are rested on your legs or another surface. And again, there's no need to change your breathing. Just recognise it and pay attention to it. As you breathe in, you may find your stomach expands. And you may notice in the background different sounds or noises that distract your attention. And that's okay. You can recognize and listen to the wind in the background maybe trees moving, maybe people talking. Can recognize and acknowledge those sounds and those noises. But we're gonna choose to return our attention to our breathing. Again, as the air comes in through your nose, ...and travels through your body. You may notice other thoughts or feelings... ...come into your mind. Maybe other tasks you need to do today, or things you want to do at work or home. And again, it's okay to acknowledge those, to recognize them. But again, we're gonna return our attention to our breathing. going to notice that air coming in through our nose, travelling through our bodies, and again leaving through our nose or our mouth. Now I'm going to ask you to slowly open your eyes and return your attention back to me. Recognise the surroundings that you're in front of. Now I'm not sure how you felt about that second activity. I I, I really like it. I, I There's a lot of different things in there depending on obviously how you feel about it for me um, I like the side that is the acknowledgement of those other sounds noises thoughts feelings um, and kind of returning our attention to the thing we want to focus on Uh, so for me that could be um, like I say different tasks or activities that we do in a day and we try and prioritize some of those so we'll know that actually I'm, I'm trying to deal with these 10 or 20 different tasks and Maybe I've sent out emails and I'm waiting for replies on some of those, or I need to go to the shop and pick that up, I need to do that, I need to mention that to somebody else, but but right now, I'm gonna choose and try and focus in on, on this particular task I'm doing. Now, sometimes that's easier than others, and some people struggle with this, and other people find it a little bit more easy, and that's okay, but I think it's uh, the recognition side. And for me, this really helps with my mental health in that it's about, for me, Uh, Not ignoring or pretending some of those struggles or those negative thoughts aren't there. It is about kind of recognising them and saying, yep, yes, I've had that negative thought. Yes, that's there. Uh, That's okay. Um, Maybe I do need a little bit of help. Maybe I do need support with that. And that's something that I need to focus in on. But right now, I'm going to try and focus on this particular task or activity. Now at certain times it might mean that we really are struggling and by recognising that maybe we go, actually no, the thing that I'm working on right now, maybe that needs to wait and I need to get support for this this thought or this feeling that's happening to me. But it's a really nice tool, I think, for being able to sort of say, actually no, I I accept these different things that are going on in my life or the different thoughts I'm having, but this is the one I'm going to try to focus in on right now. Um... And I think that's a really important message because I think far too often people pretend they don't have those particular thoughts or feelings. Um, I think especially men, um, we will say, no, I don't I don't have I don't have feelings (laughs) Um, or no, that's not upsetting me um, because that's not a manly thing to be worried about or to have. Uh, and I think this, again, this activity is really it's about acknowledgement of some of those struggles. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's one of the reasons why I really like the activity. Um, and again, some people have preferences as to um, kind of hearing a voice throughout and really being guided. Others like to be left. Um, so in that second activity, you're left a lot more to think or to drift than you are in the first one with the object. And. Um, also, I kind of prompt potentially some of those other thoughts, so it might be that you were really, really peaceful and mindful until I mentioned some of the other tasks. Um, but that's to kind of see how the activity works for you. I've tried a few different um, sort of tools and things before, and I, there's a there's a particular YouTube channel that I really like, and that's the the Honest Guys, I think it is, and. Um, they've got a couple of really good videos and they really, they're set um well they're they're different um so the first couple that i found were really good they're quite abstract so they start off with the like um you you're on a beach and you can feel the wind in your face and the sand between your feet and you walk along the beach and you can hear the waves da, 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 lovely really abstract um, there's a couple of others that are, like you you're walking through the woods and you can hear the wind brush against the leaves. As you walk across the grass. And lovely. Really abstract. Works for me. It's great. Um, but on the same channel, there's also a couple of videos that really don't work for me. Uh, and those are kind of set in like the my real world, if that makes sense. So um the one that I always remember is the first one that I found that I really struggled with. So um, it starts off, uh, you're, you're lying in bed and you, you, you can't sleep and you, your eyes open up. And I'm like, okay, great. Um, that's why I'm listening to this often because I'm trying to get to sleep or I'm struggling with resting. Okay. Um, and you get up and you look out of your window and you see a wolf. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, why well, is that there? Right. And you walk downstairs and you go out into the garden. And the wolf comes up to you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How'd the wolf get in my garden? Has it jumped over the fence? Has it opened the gate? How'd it open a gate? Okay, right. And the wolf rubs its nose against your knee. You can feel the texture of its nose. Whoa. This is kind of cool, but... I'm worried it's going to bite me. Okay, okay, fine, okay. The wolf turns and runs away. You run after the wolf and you begin to run alongside him. Right, so the wolf has run off and I've caught up with him. Sure, okay. (laughs) Now, for some people, that will work because it really engages you and puts you in the the story or the scenario for me it doesn't work because it sets it kind of real world and I can't deal with that because I'll overthink it like I said I'm why is the wolf there how does it get into the garden why is it not biting me why why am I able to keep up to a wolf come on I I can't I can't deal with that whereas the abstract one of the being in the wood or being on the beach or whatever I could probably deal with some weird crap in that if a witch suddenly appeared i'd be like right yeah okay okay i'd have to be already kind of into whatever story that is in an abstract way but i could probably get into that i just i couldn't deal with the real world ones but for some people they'll really engage with it so it is very much about kind of trying different types of mindfulness or guided um imagery um there's things like body scans as well so i've done a body scan before it was like about a 45 50 minute session where again you, you sit down you have your feet on the floor and you put your arms i can't remember if your arms have to be on an armrest or not but you sit down let's say traditionally and um you start off by feeling your toes and feeling your feet against the floor and and you do so you scan your body it takes like an hour it was a really, really good session. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, but in reality, I'm not taking an hour out of my day to do that. Um, I'm not going to give up on YouTube or Netflix or sitting and chatting with you guys. Like, It's just not happening. I'm not going to do that in a, in a day. No way. Now, could I? Yes, I could. Because I could quite easily probably drop an hour of phone usage or YouTube from each day to do that. Um, I'm not going to but I could Um, and so even those things that do take longer it's about being able to kind of buy into it find out what works for you um, and being able to see the benefit of it now because I have seen the benefit of those longer sessions I do recognize actually that's really good for me it's really useful Um, so I do try to do kind of short bursts of that sometimes I will try to do kind of like a three or five minute bit of mindfulness or a body scan or something maybe once a week ish Um, but I'll try and do it every so often and again it's about trying to find out what works for you like the guided stuff earlier um, some people can quite happily and will get a lot out of sitting there for an hour Um, and other people maybe want that shorter time frame where they can do it um, in amongst a busy day or maybe like me just because they haven't got that kind of buy into it yet Um, so it's about finding what works for you and there's loads of apps and stuff like we've seen uh, the growth in online counseling apps, but also a lot of apps that deal with kind of mindfulness and breathing and things like that as well, which is ace. Uh, and it's about finding what works for you. So I've I've tried Headspace before, it wasn't really for me, but I know a lot of people that love it. Um, and Headspace is kind of where you have the, um, like the shapes that grow and get smaller, and it's meant to be in time with your breathing. Um, and most of these apps are usually free, to download and then they have kind of paid escalations if you need those but you can download them for free and try it out and work out if it's for you or not um and it is about like i say it's about those preferences so earlier when i was speaking about the fact that kind of men uh we sometimes struggle to acknowledge our thoughts or our feelings and things like that and i i have noticed that in general conversations i i feel more um free to talk about my my emotions or my experience with mental health um around females now you can argue whether that's right or wrong it's probably not necessarily right but um it's because i make that association with thoughts and feelings being feminine now i know that's wrong but i also acknowledge actually at the moment that's where my mind is and i feel more comfortable talking to to a girl than a boy and i think that's okay it's acknowledging that However, I have also noticed through doing um, like these types of guided meditation and things like that, that it really depends on what I'm doing as to what I want. Now, I I love accents, um, but I will pay quite a lot of attention to an accent. Also, I kind of generally prefer, like I said, speaking to females. So I prefer a female voice and I'll pay more attention to it. Now, if I'm doing some mindfulness and I want to start to zone out or I'm listening to it because I want to sleep, I actually much prefer listening to a male voice because, (laughs) in all honesty, I pay a little bit less attention to it. I am less focused in on it, especially if I'm trying to relax. If we're in a conversation, it's fine because I'm listening to you. But if I'm just sat and I'm just listening to an audio, I can tune out a lot more if it's a male voice so often a lot of the podcasts I listen to in an evening um, when I'm trying to go to sleep I know I can put one on and I'm going to hear probably the first half an hour of that podcast and then hopefully I'll, I'll drift off um, sometimes I'll wake up a couple of times in the night and I'll just go back and start the podcast again from sort of about 10-15 minutes in and put it on again um, and it's recognising those preferences I don't think there's anything wrong with that and I think actually that can work for a lot of people because you might naturally have a preference to hear or to listen to um a certain type of voice maybe like i said accents um and we often see that with um in the last couple of years well maybe not so much now but with sat nows and things like that people change it to to um the gender or the nationality or the celebrity that they prefer or more likely to listen to and i think for me it's almost it's slightly the opposite of that in that i don't want to really really engage with the person speaking because the objective is to become quite mindful and for me very relaxed and I can't do that if I'm really engaged with that person so again it's just working out what works for you but like I said hopefully this was a little bit of a chat about maybe some useful tools that you might be interested in using in the future um if not not a problem Um, but I would encourage you to maybe try out a couple of different things. It might be that you didn't like them, like I say, because it's me talking and maybe you prefer a different type of voice. It might be that actually maybe these activities are not for you, but there might be something else. I know a lot of people do the, uh, like meditation and yoga and trying those things out. I've tried them. I just, I'm not quite there with them in terms of engaging on a, on an ongoing basis. Um, but it is all about trial and error and working out what works for you. Because at the end of the day, we're all individuals. Our, our experience with mental health and our general health um, is all going to be different. I hope some of this episode was useful to you. Um, and if you'd like to have maybe a couple of occasional mindfulness mini sessions, I'm I'm open to doing that. Uh, but yeah, it's been great to sit down and have a chat with you guys. I've also enjoyed kind of sitting here and doing a, I don't know, 10 minutes of mindfulness um thank you very much for listening as always all of the information about the podcast and everything else I do is at mikesopenjournal.com and please remember whatever you're going through you're not alone out there see you soon These are real people. They've had struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's so not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate. Yeah. Dad came upstairs, and then I heard him saying, like, "It's happened," and I was like, "What happened?" it's difficult dealing with our minds to get the word out that men have got to start talking i feel like a lot of the friends that i did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it and the suicidal thoughts were back people knew that there was something not right but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything not only did this helped me to light it. Mm. It potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And then she was like, can you tell me a bit about what's going on? So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed. It's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard. It's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.